0: Welcome back to the game of influence, man, dude, if there is one person that uh, is a great fit for this show to kind of at the beginning of things is you, bro, influence, man, I feel like you got, is, I feel like you got influence, dude,
1: you got, you're like one of the top funnel builders in the world right now. Bro. Well, I learned from, uh, from an expert. I learned from you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Many years ago, I got into this game. I'm like, who's, who's at the levels that I want to be, but also has the right values. And I yeah. looked around and it was, it was rare to find someone with good values and, and a good personality, someone who cares. And I saw you and then I paid, do you remember, remember the first time I paid you?
0: Yeah, dude, you and were making first, like 400 bucks a month or something like that.
1: Yeah, my wife was paying for everything. And then I think I bought a course from you first and then I bought a funnel from you. I've sold funnels to you after, but back in the day, I bought a, a Legion funnel. For 1500 from you um it was an opt in a free ebook bro which... that's so crazy yeah how long
0: ago was that it was like
1: five like six
0: years six years ago
1: now? yeah six
0: years and now you're building funnels for can i say like can i can i name drop i don't know if i can yeah yeah, yeah like tony yeah. robbins and dean and i mean you you bail. we'll get into that later you bailed on you bailed on a couple of people, but uh, <laughs> I was oh, we'll building for
1: Russell Brunson, yeah. But no oh, longer. Oh we'll
0: get yeah. into that, dude. How
1: you been, bro? I've been great. Um, it, it's been. Uh, I'm in a transition right now, and we can go into that a little bit. But it, I feel like, and you understand this feeling once you learn the skills to build a business, like you stack those skills: copywriting, offer creation, the game yeah. of influence. You you sort of you sort of start looking at the landscape of market um the market and you, and you go okay if i could build any business i want what would that business be like yeah. the ideal business and that's yeah. where i'm at i feel like that's probably where you're at as well where you're like okay what's the long term like we're not playing one year uh games we're playing 10 year um horizons and we're like okay what what do i want to build like who do i want to influence who do I want to be around? like what do i want to do with my life
0: yeah you know it, took some t- it took- takes time to get there though it's interesting because like you learn skills and, and i want for those listening, we're gonna get into Goosen's backstory. We just kind of started right in the conversation, which I love doing. Yeah. But Goosen yeah. is like, He's like, you're one of the best, dude. Like, you're one of the best in the world at at what you do. Um, like, genuinely. And mm-hmm. uh, that's why I'm I'm really I I'm, and I appreciate you coming on here and doing this one of our one of our first episodes uh, with the game of influence, because like the purpose of the show is to create an environment where we can learn what influence looks like. Right. Yeah. Because I do a lot of master classes, challenges, deep dives into like tactical, right, like framework structure, belief shifts or whatever. But sometimes you just got to see it. Right. Yeah. You just got to be able to watch. And like, you know, I think that when I was co- going through and kind of um, trying to decide who to open up the show with, like some of the first people. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. I could go I could go Brunson. Right. Yeah. He'll, he'll be here. Right. At some yeah. point <laughs> I could go, you know, I could go someone big like that. Um, but then I thought I was like, okay, well, who's, who's actually listening to this, right? Who's this actually for? And it's like, I think most people right now that want to actually build a brand, uh, a personal brand, right. They want to be, have an influential personal brand, which is really what we're you know talking all about here is like, they want to see someone who's not one step ahead, but maybe like three or four, right. Like mm-hmm. to where it's like the kind of that dream life level. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, I mean, you're definitely someone that has that, but for me, and I kind of want to know how you got to your point now, right? Because I just, bro, when we're recording this interview, you're, you're dropping a video on me that like something's changing. I'm like, bro, like two minutes before we hop on, you're changing yeah. stuff. Okay. So, but for me, it, it took it took several years of actually figuring out how to use influence to yeah. get where I wanted to go. Because I <clears> understood <throat> the skill of influence and persuasion which mm. I define influence as not the, you know, the follower count that you have or the engagement that you have or whatnot, but rather your ability to get your message in front of the people that you want to get in front of. Right. And then yeah. persuasion is the ability to get that person to take action. So like I have influence over people like, well, like a Brunson or even like a, a Sam ovens or a Dan Henry or different things like that. Yeah. And like people like, 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 well, that's cocky or whatever. I'm like, but, but it was intentional. Right. Yeah. Like, It's like an understanding. And it wasn't
1: like a one week thing. It was like maybe three years where you strategically provided value, you showed up and you built this relationship with them.
0: For sure, 100%. And I think the biggest thing without getting too sidetracked is, so there's one of my favorite quotes on influence is those that influence you the most are the ones that believe in you, right? And Mm. like, I'm like, okay, so if I want to influence people, I want to believe in people, right? And like the people that I like have chosen to try to surround myself with, the Brunsons, the Sam ovens, the Dan's, the whoever's of the world. Right. I believe in them. And here's the thing that I truly believe makes me different is Mm. I want nothing from them. Yeah. Right. Like I, I I have no pitch. I have no ask. I have no, like, I'm just there to show up, to be, you know, to be powerful, to build the relationship, to, to invest in them, to grow. And so, but it took, it took a couple of years and I'm, for me to like, after I learned the skill of branding and content and exposure and influence and persuasion and like kind of these skills, like dude, it's been like what, 18 months, almost maybe, maybe even closer yeah. to two years since I've actually done anything like from like my own thing. Right. I've been building yeah. other people's stuff, making them millions of dollars. So how did you get to that? Right. How did you get to a place now where like back up and, and kind of fill, fill everybody. in, well, fill me in too. Cause I feel like we haven't talked in yeah. a while, dude. It's been, I mean, we talk yeah. over Voxer and stuff, but like yeah. How did you get here? How did you decide it, and what skills got you there?
1: Yeah. So I feel like influence and persuasion is different than value in the things that you deliver. So mm. um, first, you gotta build up the skills. And and so I understood if I want to work with the Bronsons and the Sam Ovens and the Alex Hermosis, I knew that they wanted A players because like mm. they have money, but they don't have a lot of time, so they don't want to spend a lot of time figuring out like. Testing this person for 30 days, then having to switch, and so that's a good uh, point. Coming from a a small place in Finland, a small town, I was like, it doesn't really matter if I if I'm just really good at one thing. So the way that I could get through the noise is by just being like every day showing up and being good at one thing. And so I chose something that I believe that every single business needs, which is sales funnels. Um, and so that's how I got into the community first and we can talk about strategies of like how to get in because then I switched to another community and I wanted to gain influence in that community and so I took the skills I had and then went out and just built a ton of free funnels that I gave away and then everyone else built up my influence in that community by saying hey did you see these free funnel templates? did you see what he's dropping yeah uh, but I got here from billing five. That's the truth. Five hundred funnels. So if you if you, you just on average, let's say it's um, twenty hours per funnel. Mm. What is that? You know how many hours is that? I don't know. Ten thousand? Like, is that what it is? Five hundred? Yeah, thousand. Yeah, ten thousand. That's
0: so wow. That's wild, and, and, dude.
1: And, and when you when you get into personal development, you read these books. They they call it the ten thousand hour rule. Yeah. Like, same thing with athletes and everything. You want if you want to be, uh, become great. Um, it's 10,000 hours, but who wants to hear that, you know, but then once 10, you have 10,000
0: hours, oh, not that yeah. 10,000 hours, not that one. All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously once you, once you have those skills, then it's like, you gotta be strategic about how to gain influence over the right people or get into the right rooms with people. Yeah. Okay. But so, hold on, hold on. Before we got before we that back up, cause you,
0: bro, first off guys,
1: <laughs> Goosen is not, I mean, Goosen
0: is one of my best friends. For sure, especially in the, uh, in the internet marketing space. Bugustin is is flying into America to go speak at a conference, and I'm literally flying down there to have dinner with him, and then flying back. Right? He's a G, literally. Ha! I just I just figured that out. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, dude, you're like guys, like you're you're genuinely one of the best people that builds funnels, right? Like, if I have a funnel issue or whatever, like I just like am like, yo, what do I do? Like, I just trust your opinion on it entirely because, like. You've proven it with the 10,000 hours, but like you're building, you're building event funnels for Tony Robbins. Talk about some influence right there, dude. Like Mm. that's some freaking influence, right? Like that is influence that people, like they don't, they don't understand like the level, like what that earns you or like what that gets you. But my question, Mm. I want to back up with this is. How did you figure out, or how did you know? because you it's you, you talk about like taking this different approach of like, you knew you had to be good. And it's funny. I started yeah. making out for the game of influence. I started making out these rules, right? Like Ty Lopez is mm. the sixty seven steps. and yeah. uh, you know, uh, Andrew Tate has like his tenet, 42 tenets or whatever it is. And, you know, yeah. Jesus has the Ten Commandments and all that jazz. So I started I was like, okay, so like what are some rules? And when it comes to the game of influence, the the number one rule, and uh, this is uh, you know, for another episode sometime, but like number one rule yeah. of influence is is don't be boring. Right, that's the number one rule. Okay, don't be boring. Number one, no matter what, and people are like, oh, so I have to be funny. I'm like, no, look at Jordan Peterson, man.
1: He's not and you really can, that funny. You can be passionate when you're obsessed about something. People like lean into that. Like, why is he so obsessed about right? Roles? So don't be so boring. Like, yeah, exactly.
0: But then number two, this is very interesting, right? Number two is obsess over presentation. Okay, mm. now interestingly enough. People look at that and they go, oh, well, some people are super boring with their presentation. And I'm like, "And but they're like, but the value exceeds, you know, in it. I'm like, but I don't just mean presentation, like how you talk and present this, right? Like, I mean, I'm really good at that. I I do mean that in in a way, but like you obsessed over presentation with your skill. Right. You obsessed mm-hmm. over presentation with funnels. You obsessed over being like the best. So when someone saw your work, your presentation was immaculate, right? To where the Tony Robbins, the Deans, the Russell's of the world look at it and you go, whoa. So how did you know that though? Like, how did you figure out that funnels were the thing? Because it's like that's not like, bro, it's not like you were the one to discovered funnels,
1: right? <laughs> like there's lots of yeah. funnel builders out there, right? So how did you decide that was the thing? No, that's for you? good. That's a good question. And that brings me back to the, the backstory when I just looked at the marketplace here in Finn and I was like, why is everyone advertising on newspapers? Like, don't you see it? You know, the social media, hello? Like, and so I just went to them and said, Hey, what if we do your social media stuff for you? And I charged first, Hmm. I charged like 250 bucks then 500 bucks then seven. And then those
0: the glory days, man, like $250.
1: (laughs) Like, the, the the shift in belief when you got your first $1,000 from one client, because at the time my wife was making around like 1250 per month. And so with social media, I was good at getting attention and, and creating social media content, but we didn't have a way to track the impact, the influence in the business that we were working with. And so I, I already had this pain of like, bro, if we just had a, a way to like literally track everything we post, uh back even to like an e-commerce you can do that but with phone sales and local business it was harder and then i saw this this book a uh, guy you know jumping around with his book on fire dot com secrets and i was like that's it that's what i've been looking for so i was already looking for it i had this pain that i wanted to solve for myself because mm. i knew if i could provide a higher level of service to my clients that were roi positive positive. Then I could prove to anyone. It's kind of like with conversion rate uh, optimization or split testing. If I can prove to you that I'm going to increase your revenue with the same traffic, wouldn't that be worth more money to you? Yeah. So um, so it was kind of a coincidence at the same time. But I believe in creating your own luck, you know, where you just go out and learn the skill. You look at the market, what they need. And then sometimes the timing, it just hits you because you're doing like a hundred different uh, hooks. One of them is going to, collide with the perfect opportunity and some other people might say like that's luck no like mm. that that opportunity came to me on a saturday night when you were partying yeah that came to me because i put in the hours i learned the skill so i recognized it subconsciously when i saw it i knew that, that was it but you looked at it and you said huh that's probably not gonna work that's probably a fad that's you know funnels are what uh spa- back in the day they looked like a, a spammy like my wife saw funnels back then she's like <laughs> yeah it looks like a virus bro <laughs> well, she didn't say bro. She she didn't say bro, but she, she yeah. like, that looks like a virus. And, and so the big problem I wanted to solve, uh, back to funnels, was why do we make them ugly? Why can't we present them as kind of the traditional design, Figma, like this community where yeah. they actually try to present something professionally? And yeah. then you know you see a lot of copywriters saying like, oh, ugly funnels convert better. You don't need design and all that. But the market has changed and it's not yep. that design sells, design builds trust, trust plus an offer and sales message, sales because then you yep. have influence, yep. you change beliefs, and yep. then you get people to buy from you. Well,
0: dude, it's great. It's interesting. You, you, you say, I don't know, you know, if you realize that you said it, but you were like, it stemmed, it stemmed out of a pain that you had yourself. Yeah. And it's yep. like when you said that, I was like, dude, oh my gosh, that's exactly like I so relate to that because I'm like, that's exactly what happened with me with personal branding too and with like the influence yeah. stuff or whatever. It's like I remember right. dude I remember I was I was living in a, like a $500 a month apartment. I don't even think it was $500. I think it was like $480 a month. Mm-hmm. And it was like this little one bedroom and you know it's got like one look, little window, right? Like out the like thing and you like look into somebody else's like apartment kind of sort of, yeah. you know? I mean not really but kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was driving I had a red Grand Am uh mm-hmm. like old, old and like i had the window like one of the windows like duct taped up because like the when i rolled down the window like the thing broke and so it like wouldn't stay up and so i like had to like duct tape it because i didn't like i was waiting like for my like next paycheck or whatever right to go fix it mm-hmm. and i remember you know i was mm-hmm. obsessed with just trying to figure out how to make money right i was just like i just yeah. gotta get out of here This sucks but i remember going and i'm like when i would look online and even back in those days, like, I mean, Cardone and Gary, they were still a thing back then, right? They were just, yeah. they were just starting out. Right. But like, you know, that was like at the time when Gary does his video of like Monday mornings, like I eat Monday mornings for breakfast or like whatever that video was. <laughs> right. And I, but I watched, and I was like, I vividly remember thinking, well, it's so easy for them to sell stuff because like people follow them. Yeah. I, they like, them. Right. They just have these followers. They literally put out something for sale and then people just buy it because it's like, they don't even yeah. have to run ads. Right. Or they like, they want to go to a partnership with somebody and they just like partner up because they're them. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there going like, well, how do I do that? Yeah. Right? Why can't that be me? Right. Like what? why are they so special? Right. Mm. And so when I, when I like for me, like the idea of branding and or personal brands, I mean, and influence Um, not from like an image perspective or whatever, but just from a sheer, like, I want to know people. I want people to know me, right. I want to take my message, get out to the world so that we can do deals together. Right. So I can make money. I can make their life better. I can, you know, get out of this, you know, department. Yeah. It was crazy. And so like, I think for me, the personal brand element, the the exposure follower stems from that same thing of like, there's just a, you have this problem and you're just like, how do I fix it? And then you get a bunch of other people that realize they have the same problem. And they're like, oh my gosh.
1: That's interesting you say that because let's say you first, you start in social media and then you blow up on social media. Now other people want to know how you grew your social media following. And then let's say you switch from Instagram to YouTube and you build an audience on YouTube. Now other people want to know how you built your audience on YouTube. So now they want to pay you to learn how to do YouTube. And so it's kind of like this. That's why you see entrepreneurs evolve over time and switch business models and offers because it's the it's the next thing that they see you do and they follow you for you they're like what if you just i know gary v cardone like they have their offers and russell like but i want to learn from you because i've been following you for five years yeah and then people are like and you're closer you keep...
0: you, they saw the evolution
1: yep yep yeah. so, so they they've seen you fail at it and then they've, see, they've seen you uh, succeed at it so they go okay he probably has like the mistakes that he did they fixed and so all like there has to be a checklist or a roadmap to getting there yeah which is so like that's the fun part about business is you don't have to to take all the labels that people are putting on you like if you're the funnel guy like you can evolve and be you know the marketing guy that then talks mm. about the different elements of a funnel and like you get to choose who you become but that's there's there's definitely an element of perception in the personal brand that you gotta be strategic about in order for you to build the brand that you wanna build. Yeah. To sort of create your own labels and not just look at the market and say, Okay, well, I guess I gotta stay here. I guess I'm this guy. And then just stay there there if you're if you're missable. Cause you know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we get bored. We yeah. want
0: to try things. <laughs> not sometimes. all the time all the time i think
1: statistically statistically like three to seven years is the max that you can stay at like the one thing because you're learning so much you're growing so much like you would die inside remember when you had a job that you like you felt you were dying on the inside that same feeling can come back when you're an entrepreneur if you stay like doing the same thing um because it's well and i love people that
0: take an unconventional route dude i literally just did a podcast on this this is one of my in-between ones It was an audio only one um Mm. As we were like prepping to like launch the show, I'm like just I just started recording like two or three episodes a week of just audio only, like just like kind of sharing like how like what, what I'm working on and like how I got here. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. one of the things. It was like I just decided to take a different path, right? And why everybody else was like a different path was entrepreneur and then I became an entrepreneur and everyone was building businesses. And I'm like, they all look trapped and it sucks. And so I'm just gonna not yeah. do that, right? I'm just gonna go do my own thing and everyone's like, How you make money? I'm like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. So yeah. my like my question to you on that then is what And I'm like genuinely asking for me, right? Cause I want, I'm sure I'm like, I'm becoming obsessed over like what's worked for people with branding. Yeah. What element, cause like you have your your own style of brand and I have my style of brand, right? And like, you've kind of been behind the scenes but it's been interesting because you like, you'll go behind the scenes, but then you won't. And then you like kind of like go and it's like cool to like, because you're just like, oh, Goosen's back and then he's not, and then he's back. But it's like always been like the kind of this evolution of like brand and stuff, right? So like what has worked for you? In building the brand, like what is like the one or two things that you have just found that if like, I just keep doing this. Like what were those? Yeah. Cause I'm like, I've got this list I'm building, bro. I'm like, I, I want to know what yeah. works. I want to, so what were the things that allowed you to, to build the brand?
1: Yeah, I think if I did them in the wrong order. So I think sequencing is important. If I did the, the things in the wrong order, it wouldn't have worked. So my my obsession mm. right now is YouTube. But because I talk about stuff that I've done already, like I just did a video where I talk about like different revenue streams. And because I've made six figures minimum at courses, coaching, software, affiliate marketing, funnel agency stuff, low ticket, you know, templates, uh, I can create videos that are helpful because I've done them. If I were obsessed with YouTube when I started and the videos would all be a theory and I would be struggling for years getting no views. Yeah. So I think it's like first the, the boring work of, and by the way, YouTube gets boring when you obsess over it as well. Trust me, when you try to plan a video, and you edit, and you pay someone ten grand per month, and then it doesn't perform, and you do it week after week after week, and you're just trying to figure out like people are dropping up here and uh, dropping uh, dropping off here, and you just obsess over the the data, the analytics, the thumbnails, the titles. I bring the same obsession from funnels over to YouTube, and now I try to do that. But what's interesting in the game of influence is. With funnels, I started presenting them and like actually spending a lot of time presenting the funnels that I built. And that worked. And people were like, this is crazy. How did you do this? Mm. Same thing with, with YouTube. I'm now trying to obsess over the packaging and the presentation and the 31st seconds where you hook people, you build stakes, and you make it about them. You create open loops, and then you deliver a story where you discover it with them, not just like, hey, I've learned this. And you're an ass, You're you know you're stupid. This if you're not doing what I'm doing, sort of like this. And people feel like, what? And so there's an interesting psychology. It's all human behavior, but but that's why I love influence and marketing and sales funnels because it's human behavior, psychology. Uh, no matter which industry you go into, because it's about creating belief, breaking down old beliefs. Um. So
0: like, is that? Is that just? Like, would you call that obsession?
1: Like that's one of the like one of the things. Like it's it's obsession over learning the game, learning every single like it's almost like you you step into a new character and there's levels to the characters in the game, right? And so if you start over, you start something new, like you start at level one. Okay. So then you look at Mr. Beast, like he's at level 99. <laughs> so how you know how <laughs> Dude, do that guy's insane and what am I missing that he's not doing, but also. Lesson from Mr. Beast is he's got all his own brands right now. He's getting hundreds of millions of views. He's not focusing on just launching new businesses. His entire uh, focus is creating another sales machine, which is the video. The video pushes a new 100 million views. He's putting millions of dollars into it because he knows the ROI from it. So then for you or anyone listening, it's like, what's the one thing that I can just keep compounding that will fund and fuel everything I'm building? Okay, so okay, start thinking, but, okay, but what, it, hold on. But, the, but, but So like,
0: because that's that's interesting, because obsession is one. And I actually, now that you said it, I actually didn't think of that. It technically is in my list, right? Be obsessed over presentation. But like, so I I do believe obsession, but then you also look at someone like Sam Ovens, who's obviously very, very, very obsessed and also like disappears, right? So when you're building influence and in an influential personal brand, right? Like mm-hmm. that, this game, it's obsession over something, but then what you just alluded to right there, like find the thing that compounds what
1: was that activity for you though? So at first it was, this is interesting because a lot of people who start with funnels, they do a lot of content. They think that's going to compound on Facebook. What's actually going to compound in a service business, like funnel agency are the skills and the happy clients that you get. Let's say you get into the right rooms you get. I had Russell one time message me. He's like, Hey, Frank Kern messaged me asking for a funnel guy. I, I sent him your number, like, you know? And so that's, That's that's the skills that compound, that's the referral compound, not the content compound. But YouTube, you post something, it grows forever. So that's why I'm thinking of YouTube as, okay, how can I get a hundred videos, 200 videos that all compound? And then I got the links in the description to freebies for front end, mid funnel and back end funnel. And that's what you're
0: doing now, right? That's your compound effect now. So it started, you were obsessed over a skill and like the compound effect for you was if I just become absolutely obsessed at this skill, right? And then yeah. I, that will be the compound effect of that. And now, now that you've done that, you've earned that. Now the next compound thing is YouTube. Is that what you're saying? Like with the YouTube videos, right?
1: YouTube. And also, um, I saw this this post from someone once saying like, for funnel builders, if you're so good at building funnels, why don't you just scale your own funnels? And at this time, I think I had like three different income streams. And I thought to myself, like, that's true. Like, I can just scale my own funnels and even add paid ads and create case studies of the tests, the case studies, the before and after the different front-end um, products that I'm launching and just document that, talk about that yeah. on YouTube. And, and that's kind of what Hermosi is doing as well, where he's talking about things that he's learning in his portfolio companies. Um, I was at an event recently with a lot of e-com uh, guys and some of them were doing 100K uh, days. And they said two things that help you make more money, just um, test like 10, 20 different products per day on the front-end. Is it ecom? e you have your brand, your core brand, and like you have a subscription where you like keep making money from those uh, every single month. And the second thing was the checkout, just having more payment options. So they had a Klarna, Afterpay, Stripe, PayPal, all these things. And they literally, they said, those two things is going to make or break your entire business. And they're making so, millions But this is month. for
0: e-com, right? Like this the volume of...
1: But with funnels. So for me, I was like, okay, my main thing. So let's say I want to scale like software, funnels, and then... How do I get more customers? I could just drive traffic to the software, but the ecom guys are testing products on the front end, not being emotionally invested. Why don't I just create an email bundle? So email sequences, a template bundle, a copywriting bundle, um, maybe a masterclass. Let's show you that. And just try to get the money back from the ad spend. So everything is data, strategy, finding the right people who then, you know that once they're in your ecosystem, they're going to want the software. Not all of them, but a percentage of them. Then you sell them software, you, right? Sorry, again? Then, you, then you sell them software,
0: right? Like once they're in your yeah. ecosystem, yeah. you sell. Okay. So, okay. So I want to, we can come back to this if it, if it leads back to this. I'm not, I'm not opposed to this, but I want you to drop. I, I want to understand a parallel now or a, either a parallel or a non-parallel. Cause mm. what's interesting is like what you're saying. I want to share a little bit of like my, my game of influence, the brand yeah. that I've built right? Mm. Was different than this. And I want to okay. see, I'm trying to figure out where the patterns and the parallels are of this, right? Because you okay. think about, you had a product, mm. right? This is what you had, like, and that's right. And so the product at first was I would deliver a funnel or whatever, cool. But then you would go through, or like, that was a, cert- or a skill, right? But then you started, like, you have a software product or this product or whatever, right? So wh- where I where I did is I figured out that if I had one really high value skill, right? Like mm. I knew how to sell stuff really, really well, right? Yeah. And then like that, I could, that's what like, I could actually sell. And then I was also good at building like exposure, branding, just getting in front of people, right? Like the rooms that I get into make no sense, right? Mm. It, it doesn't, it just doesn't, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I get into them most of the time for free, right? Yeah. So what in my approach was this? And I was thinking about this last night. Maybe um, it was two nights ago. But I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I think I actually did it backwards. And how, maybe I'm wrong on this. But normally when you think about a business, like you think first I'm going to go through and I'm gonna, going to build an offer and it's going to be like, it's traffic. And then there is like the, uh, I mean, sorry, it's the offer. Then That is their sales conversion process. And then I fill it with the traffic, right? Yeah. So it's like, I build my yeah. offer and I've got a webinar and then I'm going to put run ads to it or whatever it is. I literally went and I built exposure. I went and got in front of people with money. Because mm. I just figured out that I'm like $1,000 or $100,000 sale or $25,000 sale is not that much harder to sell than a $1,000 sale. Yeah. Right? So I'm just like, I just went, I built influence and I got around people with money. Then I didn't actually know what I was going to sell them. I had no clue, mm. but I just knew that if I, since I knew how to sell, I knew that if I was around them, I could sell them something. And yeah. so then I got around them and I figured out what it was that they wanted to buy. Yeah. And so it was like, literally first I went and got traffic. Then I went and put, created an offer. And then I saw, it was like a different combination, right? Now yeah. there's there was still a skill element. Cause a lot of the times what I would sell was something that was related back to my skill. We would do a launch. We would do an event. We would do something that I would like, you know, sell for super, super high prices to them. And then we go fulfill made. Yeah. Dude, I got a second. There's two comic club up there. I got a second one on this way, right? Like never run an mm. ad, never spent any money. ever like built this. So for me, when I look at personal brands, when I look at influence, when you master the game of influence and having this influential personal brand, which by the way, I don't have the biggest like follower count, Mm. but how, how is that the same or different than what you did? Like, where are the parallels? Because even though we sold and did different things, I feel like there's still parallels in the influence and branding game, but at the same time, you took a different path. And what I'm looking for here and what I want I mean what i want people to see but what i want to try what i'm trying to is like what are the common like what are the things that look these other pieces out here they can vary right yeah but what are the pieces that didn't that allowed mm. you to go and sell to tony robbins that allowed you to go and sell okay, the d so
1: so one of the biggest differences were probably you met with someone and say let's say they, they needed a challenge um funnel where you would come in be a consultant and help them launch everything you would sell the outcome but then hire people to deliver because you're the ceo you're the leader. So you were the consultant who understood the overall, the business and the same skills. I'm more of a creative person who loved building all this stuff. So the first probably 400 funnels, I did all of them, Mm. probably the first 500. And then it's only lately that I've been like this year that I've been hiring a team to do more of it since I'm more in a info space uh, and with the software. And so we probably had the same skills. We used our personality types so that we could design a business and a lifestyle that we liked to sell an outcome, which is still um if you want a challenge funnel and we build it you know you're going to run an event you're going to make money from it and you would sell the same outcome um the difference would probably be uh, one-on-one or one-to-many so i sell uh only when it comes to funnel agency stuff like i sell one-on-one through zoom because i'm in finland you probably meet a lot of people in person at these events and masterminds well i've also started doing that now yeah but, but dude like uh, dude i i
0: I never closed deals in person. It was so crazy. I would literally okay. never, I would never try to sell anybody anything. I literally just became their friend. And then they're like, yeah, what yeah. do you do? And I'm like, we can talk. Yeah. Right. And then we'd hop on a zoom or we like, there'd be like, so like, you know, like, wait, you know who? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm friends with so-and-so whatever. They're like, can you do this? And I'm like, yes, I absolutely can. Right.
1: I think what we both have is authority by association is uh, what you need to sell someone. What you need to sell someone is just one result, one case study, one example. So I call this example closing, where you talk to someone, they're like, hey, I need this this challenge funnel. And now I got this golden card that I can pull. Oh, yeah, that's the same funnel we did with Tony and Dean, like the Tony Robbins. Yeah, like we had 900,000 people come through the funnel. I didn't run the traffic. I didn't do all the copy, but I was the lead funnel builder. So now Dude, they I'm know that that the size of way. all the pages and everything, and so authority by association with example closing, and with a great personality where you genuinely care about them, is is an easy sell, and you don't have to be a master closer. I know you're good at sales. Uh, I never seen myself or identified as a closer, but I've always been like genuinely curious and obsessed about their business, and then I'm like I get so passionate about their business. So like when I had a meeting with Tony right. Robbins. I brought a ton of examples before I even knew it was going to be closed. I was like, "Hey, you're doing a rebrand. Amazing. You're doing a, fu- a new funnel. Here's five examples. Let me show you this. It's cool if I share my screen. And I show them examples of everything like, I think this would work great with your brand. Mm. It still has the you know the modern look, but professional, clean. And then they just loved having me a part of the team as a whole, not just you know, not just the funnel that was going to be delivered in 14 days. So people who have money, they want to work with you for years. People who don't have money, they want you to save them from going bankrupt. Huge shift in perspective when you close deals. Dude, I'm stealing the phrase um,
0: authority by association because like, that has been my life. I swear yeah, yeah. it makes no sense, but that's so good. But th- I think there's three things here, right? Number one, we both had authority by association. Number two, we both got that authority by association, meaning we both were able to go and get around people like that because of obsession and a skill. Yeah, right. And then three, that skill set, and I, we're talking about this specifically when it related to, you know, to making money, right? But yeah. like that skill set was a was something, that, or I guess I was going to say that something that made people made them money, but you could do it without it. But like our ability to close that skill set that we had, right, mm-hmm. to actually sell yeah. that skill set in such a way that made the other person go, "Oh my gosh, this makes absolute perfect sense," right? Yeah, and because I like it's say- a perfect, it's a perfect fit. Because like people, like you said it, people that have money, like this is the biggest. Pers- if you if you are struggling right now to like figure out how to make money, the biggest mental shift that you can possibly have, I believe, is with like that is like rich people are money heavy and time poor right yeah. and like uh, that was brad that's russell that's a lot of the yeah. people that i've gotten to give me stupid amounts of money is they're yeah. like i'm gonna pay you this much money because i know that if i pay you this much money i can trust you to do a good job because i know
1: i'm actually buying your time at that point
0: they know they could get someone yeah. for cheaper but then it's a risk
1: bro you want to know the best uh thing about having a business where you work with these people and you build Funnels or you do you deliver a service that is high value. They only need to see one thing that they like that makes them subconsciously in their gut to make a decision to hire you. Yep. No calls, no proposals. Yep. They don't care about that. They have already made a decision when they've seen enough. Could be your portfolio, a simple portfolio with examples. This is what I do, who I work with. If you want to hire me, cool. Send me a message. My call to action on my portfolio for years has been send me a message, not book a call. Because, you know, I, I just, I like building stuff. And then I have three calls per week. And those are yeah, more like, what's his face? Becker won't get, a, yeah. won't get on a call. Yeah, Becker Funnels. And so, but when Russell messaged me years ago, he's like, hey, I saw you, I've seen your posts. I love your designs. Uh, would love to have you build this thing. And at first I was like, Russell, I'm not going to charge you anything. Let's do it. And then he's like, no, we get you know, we want to pay you and all that. But then because he was happy with the first one, He wanted more and then he wanted more. And and then, you know, we built this long-term relationship. But same thing with other huge clients where it's like, and and it's the same way I hire. When I want to hire a short form video editor, a thumbnail guy, I don't have like a hundred questions for them. Can I see examples? What do you charge? How fast can you get it done? That's it. And then send me an invoice. So, you know, I've paid coaches 12,000 in DMs and I've closed deals that are, Five
0: years in DMs. I paid. Oh, God. So I hired Dan Henry. We're yeah. uh, going out of Costa Rica. And it was literally like 11 o'clock at night. I'm sitting in my boxers on the couch with my wife. Like, I don't know. We were watching a show or something like that. Hmm. Like, I'm like messaging back and forth with like Dan Henry. And it was, dude, it was so much money. Like tens of thousands of dollars. Like, not like yeah. 10 grand. Like tens of thousands of dollars. And like, we literally just started the conversation like a couple hours beforehand. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm in or whatever. And so I like paid him, like as I'm sitting there. And it's like, when you just know, you know, right? And like, when you get to that point, when you can start making decisions like that and you realize, hey, at the higher and higher and higher levels of things, like that's how people make decisions.
1: Yeah. Hold on. But, but.
0: You have you have 60 seconds, then I'm going to the next topic because we got to get to something. Keep going.
1: Yeah, so the, the key here is the sales cycle. A lot of times when you build a personal brand can be six months, but the conversion event can be six seconds. Yeah, That's why a lot of people don't want to post every single day. I think it's Cody Jefferson who says, this is who I am. So this is what I do. That's just Cody. Like have,
0: Shout out, Mr. Cody.
1: If Just like every day I have dinner, every day I post uh, content because I'm not doing it for other people. I'm posting to build my brand and build Goodwill in the marketplace. So when I make an offer in six seconds, I've built Goodwill for six months. They buy.
0: Yeah, 100%. And that's, the, that's the power of having an influential brand is the per, you, you win the perception. Like the sale... The sale was made three day, three months ago, right? Yep. They just paid you today and then that six seconds. Yep. But I want to, okay, so you, like, I have to address this, bro. It has to happen, What? right? Which is, like, we keep talking about Brunson and yeah. we keep talking about, like, how it was started there. And, like, you know where I, like, Brunson's my, but like, I'm I love huge, Brunson. My, amazing, and I know yeah. you do. And Russell, I'm sure you might, well, I, I would imagine, Russell, at some point, you're listening. Guston is one of my best friends. And like, mm. I just Russell, I want you to know, like and loves you to death, all right, like he's I make fun of him all the time, I really do, So I make fun of you a lot, like <laughs> yeah. I give you such a hard time with it, but i I do know that you love Russell, and I, I do know you're yeah. very appreciative of that, but you did, you switched, right, so yeah. you you and you moved over, and so I want like genuinely, like, I don't know, I we'll probably run ads to this, it'll get exposure, right why? Like, what was the decision that went into that? Because I know like you and I went back and forth for a while, right? Like you would a.m.
1: messaging you like, Josh, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And
0: I did not, by the way, I did not tell you one thing or the other, right? I gave you my opinion. I told you how I make decisions and like why I'm sticking this or whatever, but like you made the decision. So first off, like explain to for people that have no idea what we're talking about here. Like it kind of explain, explain what happened, explain, you know, kind of your decision to move and like genuinely why.
1: Yeah. So for context, for people who don't know, like I spent years being like the most obsessed person, like super loyal, promoting everything that uh, ClickFunnels had when they launched ClickFunnels 2.0. I was the number two affiliate just below Dean Gracios who has millions in his audience, millions of people. Yeah. So I built this brand and I built my audience around ClickFunnels um, strategically. And then when they launched ClickFunnels 2.0, I had the privilege, and I, and I was so grateful to be one of the first outside of the organization. Not even their internal teams could use ClickFunnels 2.0, but I could use it. They gave access to me, and they said, we value your feedback. And so they brought me in to give feedback on the editor. And if you look at it, like the editor is amazing, the funnel builder. And as someone who spends, uh, spends all their time like building funnels, it was super important. I was just obsessed with with, with uh, everything. And so my lo- long-term plan was always to be with ClickFunnels for life. Um, and then with Russell, when he hired me, we started going back and forth and planning out bigger things. And I think I can mention this, but he bought salesfunnels.com. And so we had conversations around that and me being the face of it. And I was excited about everything. And then and I, th- I don't blame Russell for this. I don't blame Todd either, but uh, there was a delay in ClickFunnels 2.0 where um, they launched it, I think, too early, and and they know this. They launched it a little bit too early. These are things that you know you can't you can't predict with a hundred percent certainty how you launch it. But they they launched it, sold it with a lot of hype, and so they brought all these affiliates. And I, as number two affiliate, <clears throat> I felt this responsibility to back up what I had claimed, all the videos I made, all the claims, and all the the hype. And so I just wanted to serve people um and and people start complaining to me like hey you were telling us it's going to be ready soon you you told us it's going to be here in 3 months you said next month this thing is coming then you know then this is coming and so I felt this like I was in between like I was I was torn like what do I do cuz I can't I can't fix everything and get it done like that I'm not a coder developer and so my goal was to become uh, a team member of ClickFunnels dev team and work with them um, super closely um and there was never an open door i think there was like they were just trying to figure out everything it was delayed and like i can't even imagine the stress and so we went back and forth for for three months and finally i just i didn't feel like they um valued my my feedback or my time and we we didn't even we we never got to an agreement and then I was like, I gotta, I gotta move to something else. And I spent probably people think I immediately went to high level, which is like the closest competitor. I signed up to 20 different softwares. Every single software you can think of. I Googled YouTube, signed up to the trial, tested it. Everything was missing something. And then uh, I talked with um high level because they saw me posting about this on online and they messaged me. And um, they invited me to the Slack channel with all the, the co-founder. Uh, co-founders and and now we have like 27 from their team that i can message every single one of them i can have meetings with them about the new e-com feature that they're doing with the new funnel builder 2.0 like all these things and they're already live and the community feature like all these things and they're they're building stuff and they said we want you to help us make this even better um and so i just felt like okay here's someone who's more focused on the product And they value me. They saw something in me. And it's kind of like in sports. If you've seen someone move from one team to another, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Probably the money, right? And in fact, when people get to a certain point, they value feeling heard and seen and welcomed. And once you lose that at another team, you're like, man, it wasn't easy. But at the time, uh, I made the decision to switch. And it's been amazing has been and but that doesn't mean i i hate tech funnels that no i understand I, I understand so know. i have one i have one follow-up question and then i'm gonna
0: say my side right yeah <laughs> um okay and I, and I can and i can validate by the way guys like i know gustin very very well um and mm-hmm. we did we talked about it this was a like this is a not like a quick decision i mean you were at this for like months yeah. dude, like behind it's the scenes it's almost
1: hard talking about it now because i was so like yeah, so no, you, you invested were. personally into the mission and everything, hundred percent.
0: And so my question to you would be this: Is what would have to happen for you to switch back, or is that not an option? And by the way, for anyone listening, Russell did not ask me to say like this. I've not
1: talked to ClickFunnels or anything there or whatever. Regu is my yeah. friend, and I want to know this stuff. Like, and they probably, I don't, I don't know if they hate me or if they're kind of like no I understand. But it's not something I'm thinking of. And I know that's a boring answer. That's why I know here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I know that Russell is gonna and Russell and Todd, like ClickFunnels is gonna do a comeback, and it's probably gonna be bigger than people imagine, because they think that ClickFunnels is dead. I think it's gonna be way bigger than people can imagine, but it's gonna take longer than most, you know, most yes. think. Um and that's probably going to be the ba- the comeback story. If you look at Russell in his marketing, everything is stories. Like he gets excited about the stories. Right now he's probably thinking this is going to be an amazing story and you know when I'm when I'm 50, 60 yep. and I'm telling my grandkids like this is going to be an amazing story, the drama, the yep. meetings we had around this situation that happened. And same thing for me. I love that I'm living a life with ups and downs and drama and this and stakes yep. and all these things and I'm like man, what a life. What a fun life. Okay. You know, yes. And I appreciate <laughs> you sharing this. I do. Um,
0: okay. That was, yeah. I, and I think that was a, I think this is a, a great way, a, a great platform. I think, I think it needed, like you dude. you have enough influence and this is the game of influence, right? You have enough influence, mm-hmm. particularly in, in the, in the funnel world to where like, it wasn't, it wasn't like people didn't notice, dude. Like I got so many messages from people and it was like, mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk about it. Right.
1: And I didn't know. I had no idea it was.
0: No, be I know. Like- I know, which is what yeah. what makes it even, you know, but it goes to show you the influence that you have. Mm. Um I'm a like I am a click for life, right? I'm a Russell for life. And I want to um like I just want to play out for for my the people that are listening now, they're like, ooh, wow, this all sounds really, really good. Why why would I stick with click funnels? Mm. Here's why I stay with click funnels, and that is. Throughout my well, actually, there's two parts to this. Throughout my life, I have learned a lot of things. <laughs> and the things that I thought mm-hmm. made you successful, and the things that I thought like were ultimately the things that made Bonneer were gonna last or whatever turned out to not be. And, and so there's been there's been a, a couple or, or a few things that ultimately went and that I've learned along the way. And for me, the highest ROI activity that I have ever done, the thing that mm-hmm. has made me who I am today, the, the, the thing that has uh taught me like collapse time and allowed me to invest in other people and have the impact that I've had has been relationships. Yeah. And when I look at what ClickFunnels did and I'm going to, you know, single out Russell and I'm going to say what Russell did, but I understand the whole team, right. And shout out to every single person on that team over at ClickFunnels. I mean, I love you all, right. Returner and miles and, you know, Jake and all you guys, amazing people. Amazing people. Right. But I look at this, I go, ClickFunnels is not a software. And like, Mm. you can, you can, you know, you can tell me all you want. Oh, well, it's about just, you know, does this work or whatever. I'm like, listen, go high level or any other software could win in every single category. I do not care because what ClickFunnels is, is what Russell provided was a way of life. What Russell provided was the, the education that went with this. What Russell provided was not just a software, but literally a marketing theology that can set any human being on earth free period yeah. he set you free he set me yeah. free he set mm. like thousands tens of thousands of people free and he made so many millionaires now i'm not talking about two comic club winners right i'm talking about yeah. like actual legit millionaires right yeah. world changers for this and so when i look at what click funnels actually is i don't know what uh, i don't know what go high level offers as far as theology and marketing and and you know like teaching about marketing stuff and you know that's kind of goes to show you that like Russell kills it in that area of way more. Right. Mm. But like, when I look at this, I go, if you're sitting there going right now and you're looking at ClickFunnels and you're going, Oh, they promised 2.0 too early. I know. Mm. Right. I'm very aware. And like, I've talked to Russell about it, right. It's not like they're blind to it. There's going to be issues for sure. But if you're there for the software, you're probably there for the wrong Only for the software. You're probably there for the wrong reason, Right. Hold on. Almost done. So when I look at what ClickFunnels actually is and what it stands for, and I go, that's why with ClickFunnels. Because what Russell gave us was not a software. What Russell gave us was a way of life, a way of doing things, a, a theology that sets people free. And then secondly, going back to the con- uh, concept of building relationships. I hmm. have been stabbed in the back. I have been burned. I have been like, I've had terrible experiences with relationships. But as I've yeah. gotten older and in business, I have learned that I do not bet on ideas. I bet on people. Yeah. And if there's someone that I'm going to bet on and there's someone that I'm going to ride or die with, it's going to be Russell Brunson. And mm-hmm. like, he's my dude. And so for anyone there that has like is bashing Russell or for anyone there that thinks like, Oh, you know, he's this or he's that or whatever. I'm like, just wait. Right. Yeah. Like Russell's playing along a much bigger game. And so I just like, I feel the, I feel the need to say that to go, dude, I love you to death a hundred percent. Like you are my homie right? Like you're, Mm -hmm. I'm a ride or die with you. I am so happy for you. I I respect your decision. I know why you did. I even think for someone like you, it might have been the right decision for you. It it very well could have been right. I'm not you, but I just want to make Mm -hmm. sure that everybody's very, very clear that like Goosen has his reasons for going and I've got my reasons for staying. And I think in the long run, let me ask you
1: this. So let me ask you this. Uh, Would you agree with me that a tool like a software is just one tool in the toolbox of growing a business? Yeah, And then if ClickFunnels is more about the community and the education and high level is more about the development and the software, did I even switch or did I just pick the right tools in the toolbox? Because when you talk about loyalty, as someone who promises something and sells an offer, I also have to be loyal. I've got to choose who I'm loyal to. As a business owner, the best person you can be loyal to is the one giving you money, your customer. So at, at the time, I was like, I'm going to be loyal. In the short term, it might hurt some feelings. Doesn't matter. I'm going to listen to my customers. And then I'm going to provide a solution that helps them build a business right now today. Because people got bills to pay. Um, they got a business to run. And they need something that works now. And then I, I remember I sent you a message once. I'm like, Josh, we're adults. Why are we making a software, a label, almost an identity? I was like, it doesn't matter what software you're using. You don't have to use mm-hmm. mine. You don't have to use ClickFunnels. Use WordPress if you want. Yep. You know, Code it manually. Just be a good person. Find your circle and, and work on your product, <clears throat> whether that's a software or a course or mastermind, an event, e-com yeah. products. Obsess over the one thing <clears throat> that's going to compound. High level, compounded by having good software. ClickFunnels, compounded by having great information and education and community. And then as long as people find the one thing why they follow you, you will have influence and a lot of it in that one market. And I agree with you, if you look at Russell's influence, um, he brought up people like Alex Hermosi. Now you can never give credit to just one person. If Alex invested into 100 mentors, you can't just say it was Russell, but he was a part of it. And so everything isn't black or white. It's not click funnels or high-level. You are you, you build your business, you build your mission, your vision, you know why you do it. And you find the people who are just like you, who you would want to spend time with in person. And then you obsess over them and the products that you sell to them. And every day you wake up, you try to become a little bit better, serve them a little bit more. And then automatically your influence will become a little bit bigger.
0: Mm. Are you asking me a question on that?
1: No, that was just a final statement.
0: I I am curious, at least, and maybe we don't have time to kind of go uh go into this. There, maybe a future episode when you were like, you should be loyal to the person that's paying you in business. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I would I I would like to explore that. Um, so I mean, dude, it's a great that's a great philosophy, and you know, I'm I'm different people have different ways of doing life. Um, you know, when I when I study business and when I study different tools and when I study different things, I'm like. I I relationships are, are the currency, right? Money's yeah. money's a currency. Relationships are a currency, and you know, like people have got to play their, you know, people got to play the games, um, yeah. that because uh, all of business is a game, all of life is a game, you know, kind of going through and and doing on this. So I think that, it, at a way of thinking and a way of approaching life is exactly what you talked about, right? Yeah. Um, I also know that uh, I think that relationships are the highest level of currency, right? And so yeah. when it comes to like figuring things out, like you have to understand that, you know, people at the highest and highest level, like Russell's here, right? And he's playing at this game. Yeah. Like, he's He knows stuff and he has things. He's gonna make mistakes for sure, but I'm gonna bet on that. And so that would be yeah. my, my response to that without going too much deeper. I appreciate you sharing. I don't wanna spend too much more time on this. Everybody knows mm-hmm. where everything's at, but I appreciate you being yep. willing to be open about this. Um, Cause I did tell you, I was gonna hint at it a little bit, but I didn't tell you how yeah. deep we're gonna go. So um, final thoughts on it are this, Russell, Goosan loves you. He's a huge <laughs> fan. You changed his life. Uh, I can vouch for that too, Russell. You changed my life. You're the man. You're since super duper pumped that you are uh, uh, loving loving the new new shift there. So yeah. to 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 shift gears and kind of like that kind of the final topic of of I think where we'll kind of go with this is when you think about the future, and mm. you think about the influence that you want to have on people, and you think about the business that you're building. I know for me, when I I look at that, I go, I haven't found my billion dollar business idea. I have mm-hmm. my hundred million dollar business idea. Right. And the more I think about it, I go, I might never, I might not like that, like actually building an actual legit business might mm-hmm. not be it for me. Right. It might just be all personal brand. It might just be like the Joe Rogan approach. Right. And like, yeah. I believe that I'm obsessed over, I'm obsessed over building influence. I'm obsessed with the personal brand. I want to be the best at it. And, you know, I've ignored that, I think calling for, for a little bit right? As I like tried to push it away and try to go do things and like learn other things. But like when I actually like look at me and I look myself in the mirror and I, when I'm in prayer and when I'm going through, I'm like, I want to build influence. I want to be, I want to be massively influential. I want to be massively wealthy. I want to like really use this influence and force for good. Right? So I have this vision. I have these goals. I have these things. And so for you, when you look into the future and when you think about the influence and the impact that you want to have, when you think about the, the business that you're going to build or, or want to build, what does that look like? And if you're not sure, or even if you are, what what factors do you ultimately go and look at? Paint, paint me a vision of what comes next and and why that, uh, why that matters to you.
1: Yeah. So right now I have a very similar approach to the market that I had when I got into business, which was, okay, if the puck is here, but it's going here, how do I go and meet it where it's going to be in three to five years? And so a lot of back and forth in my mind and conversations I'm having are around AI as a lot of other people, but also kind of staying at the fundamental, you know, business principles as well. The skills that you can then take into what has happened, you know, whatever happens in, in the marketplace. And so a lot of the, um, I mean, the software has AI in it, um, the education Side of things has AI in it. And now, even the funnel agency, there's elements of, of AI. But that's not, that's the secondary part, which, you know, that's what I'm selling. The main thing is, I, and I'm big into biohacking right now and, and being healthy and setting the foundations and everything so that I can become better as a person, so I can produce better, which then creates better influence. Because when you have a personal brand, the market can change. But just like you said, the currency is what? It's relationships. And it's not just knowing people, it's having trust and relationships, knowing that I can count on this person. So I'm trying to build my personal brand every single day. Um, and that starts by me building up the 2.0 of me. Um, and and then I'm going to offer solutions that are, I've heard this from someone, I can't remember who it was. Uh, they called this scaling zero. So when you start at first cash flowing, Oh, from yeah the was, funnel agency is great. That, you sell a was, service. Hey, was keep... that Tanner
0: Chester? Who I think I might have heard that from him.
1: Uh he talks a lot with Hormose. I think it, it could have been Hormose who said All scaling right, zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh if someone knows, you can uh correct me on that. But scaling zero is is a great principle because once you want to go from let's say your first million to a hundred million, you probably want to focus more on increasing influence, reach, trust credibility, authority, so that when you launch something, it doesn't even have to be like a lot of, um, you don't got to convince people. Yeah. It's like, they've seen you document, talk about it. So it makes sense that, yeah, now he's going into this yep. direction. So even with my rebranding coming up, you asked me what the video is all about. I'm going from this little, like on a global scale, this little industry of funnels to online business. So that's yeah. what the new brand Great is initiative. all about, online business. And then that's the front end mass market, then showing different income streams. And then I want to help people find what they love to do and build a business that you love. Because I've been hearing, I've heard everything. Like you got to fill your calendar with just calls. Just do a bunch of calls every single day, even if you hate it. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather make 50K per month with three calls per week than having 30 calls per week and make 100. And so that's where I'm heading next is scaling zero uh, cash flowing from high ticket services, just like you are, and then billing foundational stuff that I could potentially exit in the next three to five years, which is the software. Yeah, that's cool, man. I appreciate you sharing. I know for me, I'm uh, my goal is to build up
0: as many influential personal brands as I possibly can. I want people to get wealthy and influential and use it for good. And uh, that's that's kind of my mission with that. And you're certainly a case study Did of that.
1: So bro, I appreciate- said- Oh, go ahead. Can I ask a question? Yeah, do go you for ever it. I yeah, think yeah. do you think that you'll ever build a portfolio of personal brands? Kind of where you consult them, you help them increase their influence, you take a percentage, kind of like a portfolio company. Because so I think you'd be you'd you'd crush it in that game. You know, it's interesting. Um,
0: maybe, but mm. I think for me right now, what I have found is why I've played my best, where where I've played my best games when I have produced the highest at the highest level of things. Is when I have a dot on the map of where I'm going and I just put my head down and go and I don't try to figure out too much about the future. Right. And for mm-hmm. me, like I have I have people that are inspirational to me. One of the biggest, you know, people when I think of personal brands. Um, but not like not like a polished like image type of like, you know, like yeah. Trump, he's like he always has to wear the suit and do the thing and whatever. Yeah. Side note, bro. He made his first tweet the tweet. Freaking gangster, dude. Anyway. But like Joe Rogan's a big, you know, Joe Rogan's a huge influence, right? And and someone right. I, I very much respect to and look up to. And so I think for me, you know, I'll make decisions about opportunities when they come. Right now, my yeah. focus is I want to be my own case study. I want to be the example that people can look up to when it comes to building an influential personal brand, taking an unconventional path and making lots of money and building influence in the process of that. And then just like genuinely believing in people, right? Like, because I believe that like, yo, you can have so many things going wrong for you but if you if you believe in yourself and and just as importantly if you got just one other person that believes in you man you got yeah. one other person that j- so genuinely bold. just go believes in you right like i see like one you know my student uh ryan he's you know just, i just i believe in that dude and like i got a guy cameron like the dude the dude like teaches barbers right uh how hmm. to make more money as a barber like i believe in him right i believe in you know ryan he teaches you know like stuff and like that, that. And over student, to him, right and it's yeah. just like you know what i'm saying it's like And so I like, I want, I want people to build personal brands because I believe that when you, when you start to like get faced with the spotlight of influence, when you start to get faced with this, this, this influence, like this this shot, like light of like people like looking at you and they will give you feedback. They will positive and negative. That's when you figure out who you are. Right. That's when you really start to like ask the tough questions is where you start to grow. It's where you start to evolve. It, It pushes you to become right. And like yeah. no better game than that i think i think it i think that building an influential personal brand actually pushes you more in the game of personal development or can than a, tra- a traditional yeah. business right at least at least at the at the level that i'm at and what i've experienced so far so that's i think what's next for me i here. agree Our bro I agree. dude i love you to death man you're one of my best friends i appreciate you coming on it was too, awesome bro. and it was uh great yeah it's fun fun it was so yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to do it again. I, I told everybody, I was like, I want the, I want the podcast rather than, inf- I mean, we are going to interview lots of different people, but rather than interviewing tons of different people about tons of different topics or whatever, I want to find like groups of trusted advisors that I just keep bringing on about a topic. Right. So like for funnels and like online business stuff, like we'll keep bringing you back with, you know, Brad, it'll be wealth, right. And the Brad conversation, mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want 50 different opinions on wealth. I want one, maybe mm-hmm. two about a specific thing that I just dive into and like, just go deeper and deeper and deeper. So I'll have to do it again. My final question to you would be if you had one message, one idea, one concept that you could leave to the world, right? Like think, think about this You're you're on stage in front of your dream customer. You are, are, are a thousand podcasts and everybody listening is your dream customer or your dream person you want to influence. And they remember nothing else. They remember, I, I wave a magic wand. They remember nothing else of what you said, except for this one concept or idea. Um, and they will believe it 100%. They will study, it, they will come obsessed with it. What's the message?
1: I would say when you look at online business, there's a lot of ways to make money, but there's also, once you get some money, there's other things that are worth so much more. So when you go to sleep at night, look yourself in the mirror and say, would my wife be proud of me? Would would God be proud of me? Have I put everything that I have into myself and into my customers, into my audience and into my craft? And not only is it a more fun way to live life where you push yourself and you develop and you find fulfillment from progressing and leveling up, but also it's way more fun to live with yourself when you know you're ethical, you're doing the right thing and you're trying your best. And it doesn't have to be perfect and you will make a mistake here and there, but then you take responsibility and you know that your principles come from a good place and you're always trying to do the best that you can. And then I think money follows. That's awesome, man. Bro, appreciate your time. Thank you so much, guys. As always,
0: do not be afraid to make money. Do not be afraid to be influential, but make sure you use that money and influence for good. That is all for today. We'll see you next time.
1: Peace. Peace.